0: You just have to rebel against this do-something-anything-ism. Want to conceal carry a sidearm in New York State? Well, after September, you're not going to be able to conceal anything else. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, and this episode of Right Angle is brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, uh, New York has passed a law that, starting in September, will require applicants for concealed carry permits to reveal... All of their social media accounts. So they have to fill that out on the form and list all the places that they have social media accounts. And one would presume this doesn't only restrict itself to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, but even places like Reddit or 4chan or any of the other places that people might have been posting things. Um, Stephen Green There is all kinds of pushback on this, but they've already passed the law, um, and it's probably going to wind up getting slapped down, I would guess, uh, the way the Supreme Court just slapped down another gun law in New York State. But in the meantime, um, can you see the public safety purpose for legislators in New York to say, look... After one of these mass shootings, we always find find out that this character was on social media posting horrible things. And uh, so we want to be able to have early access to that for somebody who wants to get a hold of deadly weapons. Aren't they just protecting public safety by doing this, Steve?
1: No, they're covering their own butts. Um, And not even very well. I think this thing is designed to fail in at least two ways. I'll, I'll get to that for a second. But Scott, years ago, you said something brilliant about uh, an alternate form of airline security, which is you gather everybody at the gate and instead of having them wait in line and go through detectors and strip off half their clothes and put their bags through machines and all that is have a nice conversation time right there at the gate between all the passengers. And it's going to be the nervy, edgy guy with all the flop sweat who's got the bomb in his shoes, and I, I think I was, actually that said that they should brilliant. be forced to play uh, Pocono Honeymoon Lodge uh, party games. <laughs> there you go. Yes, <laughs> brilliant idea. Get people talking, and you know who the bad apple is. And you know, ninety nine 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 times out of however many that is, there's not going to be a bad guy. And at least people have a little fun at the gate because no. there's really nothing to do at the gate. Um, so. Yeah, we always know. But the, the 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 problem isn't that the the government wasn't reading everybody's social media. That's not possible. Um you look at YouTube and there are I don't know how many hours of videos uploaded to YouTube every hour it's impossible to consume all of youtube because it increases faster than time flows so there is absolutely no way that a government agency um is is going to be able to keep up with anybody's social media And in fact i'm re- i'm reminded of the case a few years ago where some private citizen said something that uh, kind of went viral at uh, one i think it was at one of these town hall debates and sure enough some lefty dug into his his internet history and found out he'd been commenting on some porn site and just you know, manage to destroy the guy, or at least try to destroy the guy, which is really the the tame version of the doxing that that goes on now on on Twitter and Facebook. Um, but to get back to this uh, this law in New York and what it's supposed to do in reality, I think, is number one, what a perfect excuse for bureaucrats who don't want to issue concealed carry permits to not issue concealed carry permits. Because mm. gosh, we would love to look at these social media accounts that you you thoughtfully put down on your form, but we just don't have the manpower to do it. So you're just going to have to wait an extra week, or a month, or two months, or longer. Um, and the other part is, uh, and this is where I think it really gets sinister if this is in fact the case, is since they are eventually going to, I suppose, grudgingly issue some permits to people, uh, and suppose on the off chance one of these permit holders turns out to be a, a, a mass killer, a mass shooter, which I don't think will happen, but I'll Save that for somebody else to say. But on the off chance all of these things happen, the New York government can go, look, you know, we 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 did the thing and we still weren't able to stop this guy in advance. Clearly, this has failed and we need to go back to stricter gun control. Hmm.
0: Well, Bill Whittle, I, I can see the government officials saying, look, if we issue a concealed carry permit to a guy who subsequently goes out and uh, conducts some sort of mass slaughter with a firearm, then the public is naturally going to turn around and say, um, hey, you had an opportunity to do something about this. If you had looked at his Facebook account, you would have known what kind of person he was and you would not have issued him a permit. Uh isn't this kind of covering uh, my assets in advance? Uh, d- doesn't it make a certain kind of logical sense, Bill?
2: I'll let those of you without sin cast the first click, right? I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. You're you're right about uh, Steve's right about it being just another hassle, and it's and and it's an asset covering uh, maneuver and all the rest of it. Um, the thing that astonishes me about the entire gun control argument is if you enact legislation to restrict guns the only people that are going to obey those laws are law abiding citizens and law abiding citizens don't shoot up people right so so it's it's from from the start from the get go it's it's not only not effective it's not it's so transparently in, insane to go after legal gun owners, uh, that you realize that they're not, it's not, if if they were serious, they'd be worried about stopping criminals rather than, than stopping guns. Scott, it got gun control is uh, and it's the AR-15 especially is it's become a, a totem, right? If we throw the AR-15 into the volcano, then the murder gods won't um, won't come after us anymore. That's th- that's that's exactly what it is. It's it's it got nothing to do with the reality of anything, and and this is the thing that is so um, transparent and so alarming about these kind of things. People, people who are going to commit mass shootings are not the kind of people who are gonna, in other words, I've just murdered 40 people in cold blood, but I sure don't want to get a strike against me for having illegally bought the gun. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, and by the way, I parked in a restricted zone too, you know? And and I, th- this, this is the insanity of, of it. Um, now with all that said, I, I want to be crystal clear about this too. I am 100% against red flag laws because of the because of the potential for misuse. But but I think there can be a case made for individual citizens who ha- who see people saying I'm going to shoot up a school and that's what they say it's not like they don't they don't cloak it in in supervillain, you know, terms like we're going to have to eliminate this stone in my shoe. No, I'm going to go I, i think that that the that the, the best possible response for that would be for individual citizens to contact the police rather than having the police monitoring your account right is is for is for you to be able to call a number and say this guy has posted some serious threatening materials and then have a, have have that particular threat investigated I do think it's possible to to head off a number of these people. I do think they, they not only leave a trail, they broadcast what they're about to do. And and to pretend that we can't do anything about that is insane. I think the, the best answer to this is to is to make the police aware of the fact that if somebody is calling in what appears to be a threat on social media. If somebody else posts on social media a threat, you ought to take that seriously and look into that. But that doesn't become a red flag law because the government isn't monitoring you. It's not watching you. It's up to individual people. And I don't see how you can really turn that into this abuse of of power in the way that sometimes they'll call call a SWAT team on somebody's house, right? You know, I don't like this person, so I'm going to say that that they've got guns there and they're abusing kids and the SWAT team's going to go in there I don't see how you could really do that if you're saying this guy's personal account is showing some pretty sketchy stuff. So anyway, so much for that. But but yeah, it, it's all just it's all it's it's make do work. It's 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 like you, you don't want to be seen leaning on the broom. Right.
0: I think Steve and Bill have have covered all the major issues that I would cover in this. I mean, there is a certain sense in, in what Bill said that the we're constantly looking for a way to shift the onus of responsibility for our personal safety away from ourselves to somebody else, to the government. And so we say, well, it would be, let's pass legislation to make the government monitor people's social media accounts so that we don't have to pay attention to the people around us. Or so we can look at a situation and go, oh, well, that guy's saying some whack stuff on Facebook or Twitter, but I'm sure they're somebody's keeping an eye on him, we don't have to worry about it. It's kind of the same thing as when we offload charity to the government and we see some poor homeless person in the street or whatever, we think, well, there are programs to take care of him. I don't need to get personally involved. And all of our efforts of offloading our personal connections and relationships to the government have come short and failed basically because the government's not personal. The government can't take a personal interest and has to treat everybody the same. And therefore, they're still not going to catch the people. And so if you do this, which they're doing in New York, and saying, hey, first of all, give us all your social media accounts, number one, they're not going to look at them except for after the fact. They don't have people to do that. They don't have budgets to do that. They have not allocated that kind of money to say, okay, now we're going to scrutinize every social media account. Going back, how far? How far do we need to scrutinize that? How can we tell whether somebody has said sanitize their social media account and just taking out the, you know, the stuff that might look offensive because they know that they're applying for something. It's like any other area of life. If you think you're applying for a job, you may go through and start cleaning up your Facebook or your Twitter or your Instagram or your TikTok or whatever. And so it, it not only won't work. It can't work. And it's absolutely the wrong approach. The only good thing that can happen from this is a bad thing. Like there are no, <laughs> there are no positive things that can happen from this, but only negative things. Um, and we just want to blame somebody else. It gets down to something, uh, a phrase I coined during our backstage episode, which is uh, do something anything Um And this is The urge for the public when something happens that, of course, gets immediately broadcast and shared and and circulated and goes viral, that the public is essentially crying out, saying, do something, anything. And then politicians have a similar disease called, be seen doing something, anything. And so they need to portray the fact that they are doing something and nobody asks hard questions. Like, I read several stories about this new legislation in New York. The natural question to ask is... How many people who had concealed carry permits committed mass slaughter atrocities with firearms? So I I don't know the answer to that, but the startling thing is the question didn't even come up in the news stories. Because you would think, well, this is the, the prescription, So what's the condition? Is the real condition, holy cow, we have a rash of concealed carry permit holders who got legal uh, right to carry a concealed weapon, a rash of those people going out and doing irresponsible things with those weapons or evil things with those weapons. That would be a different issue. I've not heard anybody talking about that issue. It's just the sense that, wow, if because people are applying for a concealed carry permit, By its very nature, they want to carry a weapon, and we all know that weapons are dangerous, and so therefore we should get the social media account information because we know that after the fact, in a a mass shooting, we're going to go back and look at social media and find some manifesto from a crazed killer. You just have to rebel against this do something anythingism if you're a, a sentient being, a rational actor, or a citizen of the United States, and not that those should be mutually exclusive. And so the tough thing is, when you stand up and say something like that, they're saying, well, don't you care? Don't you care about those people who are getting injured? Don't you care about the dead and the survivors of the dead? yes. Yes, we do. We care very much about that. In fact, we would like to see a genuine reduction in people who suffer from those uh, terrible crimes. This will not accomplish it. Worse yet, this will make us think we're accomplishing something, and so we'll actually step back and relax and not do what really needs to be done to stop these kind of crimes and to punish the perpetrators of them. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible.